You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this program. I'm excited that you're a part of the program today. And boy, do we have a good show planned for you. Our guest is Jonas Mutani. He is the founder and CEO of Deviate Agency. Welcome to Critical Mass Business Talk Show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you here. Let's get right into it. You've you've been in business with Deviate for over seven years. Can you take us, the audience, and me back to that original motivation that you had to leave a job at Verizon to become an entrepreneur? Um, so entrepreneurship has always been um, part of my, you know, day-to-day life, whether it's um, uh, as, a, as a teenager all the way um, when I became a full-grown adult. Um, so um, what uh, transpired is there was a, a few changes happening at Verizon and um, people had to make different moves. And um, one of the things that I, 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 I thought was what is the one thing that I can do out there, that one that I'm going to enjoy, and number two, help people in the process. Um, Working at Verizon uh, taught me a lot in terms of um, not wearing emotions on your sleeves and um, just creating a win-win situation between the, the, the consumer, the company, and the employees. So with that, um, uh, I figured, you know, if there's one thing that people want, like whether you're going on a date with, uh, with someone that you met, you're always trying to market yourself, right? And if you can figure out what the problems are within um, businesses and have the ability to offer solutions, that's the approach that I took. So I realized the opportunity is be finding ways to solve problems within businesses and, um, and, uh, my, my my initial my initial approach was just having conversation with business owners, uh, listening to what their pain points are and offering solutions to those pain points. So most entrepreneurs, when they start a company, there's a period of time when they're uncertain about the company. Tell me when you truly believed that Deviate was going to thrive. At what point? How long did it take? Uh, it, it took a couple of years, but. Uh, I enjoyed what I was doing, so that's uh, that's key, right? Because it put, it put me in a position to where I got a chance to meet a lot of people. So in the process of meeting these people, I also learned a lot through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I attended a lot of networking events. Um, I took upon myself to you know spend a lot of time learning and researching and identifying what the market trends and and transforming based on what the uh, the market is trending to. So over those seven years uh, of Deviate's existence, mm-hmm. was there ever a moment in time when you felt the company was at significant risk? Not really. Okay. So uh, a little bit about my past is I was raised in Africa. And uh, the culture there is basically refusing to lose. Um, and failure was not an option. I just knew that... Um, I enjoy doing what I'm trying to do. I'm going to figure out a way to be successful doing it and have fun uh, at the same time. But the key here was to, you know, become a problem solver 
so that I can allow businesses to focus on on what they do best, whether it's product development, whether it's uh, you know um, maintaining um, relationships with their clients. For me, my job was to try and help them gain market share. So part of that was you know researching and having the right team within uh, within the organization to be able to execute and give the best in class results. So let's talk about deviate. What is the, tell me about the business and the business model. You talk about solving problems, which I love. Can mm -hmm. you share the kind of help that you give your clients and what is it that the company does? Absolutely. So the name, let me start how we came up with the name deviate. So we wanted, so I worked at Verizon for seven and a half years. Granted that I learned a lot working at Verizon, it was also very corporate structured. So I wanted something that was different, something that was um, more of a relationship based. And that's why I called the company Deviate, which means off track, but on purpose, right? So, um, so one of the things that every business owner wants is to uh, 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 create awareness and also gain more customers. So at Deviate, not only um, do we actually have the resources to do that, we have our own in-house tools that basically go out and listen, find out what the pain points are and offer solutions. So our biggest uh, number one service that we offer is SEO, search engine optimization. And um, not until 2019 that I partnered with my current business partner, his name is Matt Calero who's a genius. So he was a top 10 poker player basically in the world. So his thinking is like a poker player. So very strategic in, 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 in the approach of, you know, offering solutions. Um, so by having him being part of the company, you know, we've basically honed in. And I like to say this very uh, humbly, I don't believe there's anyone else that's better than us when it comes to search engine optimization. One, because I have Matt. Number two is because we've had, uh, even Matt himself has had his own business in the past that was, has been very successful. We use the same approach when you work with clients. So we treat the business as, 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 as if it was our own. That's, um, that's one. Number two is uh, I, I like to tell people, anything that you can imagine in your head, we can bring it to life. Hmm. So whether it's software, mobile, or web. So um, because of that, we've been able to put together a team of the top, top of the line experts when it comes to anything, software, web, just coding in general. Do you focus on any specific industries, niches, market sectors for the clients that you work with? Um, not necessarily, but mostly e-commerce. Okay. Um, Why is that? Um, because uh, our strategies are about acquiring a client and creating a sale out of it, right? Ooh. So we focused a lot on conversions. Um, mm. So not only do we focus on bringing traffic to your website, but we also want them to take an action and actually purchase. All right. Right. So conversion rate, rate optimization is uh, an opportunity that we discovered that it's not just about how much traffic we bring to your website or your, your platform, 
but how do, how is your website optimized to actually allow these people to interact with you and take the action that you want them to so one your your, your website has to be completely optimized number two the information that you share has to make them you know feel that they can trust you and number three uh once they land on your website, what's what steps, what's the journey when they when they land on your website? So we help put all that together so that you can get the the best bang for your buck. Have you had experience working with companies that are in the subscription business? Absolutely. So can you share a little bit about your experience with them? Correct. Um, so subscription businesses. Um, one is going to be dependent is it something that actually offers value to your target audience right um and uh with subscription 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 businesses it has to be revolving right so you have people subscribe so they can get something new every time they subscribe to your business so one um you have to make sure that you have um a product or a service that people actually need and it's revolving based on the changes or the needs of the of the of your subscribers number two it, the information that you provide them has to be something that they're 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 hungry and looking forward to get and something that they're going to get value out of in my experience working with subscription-based businesses, what, I, what I've learned from them is that increasingly it gets more expensive and difficult to acquire the additional customers that they want for growth. Has that been your experience working with subscription model businesses? Um, I couldn't really say that okay. Okay. just because... We're, 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 we're very deep with our clients. Mm -hmm. And whenever we feel that your business model or, um, or whatever you're offering as part of a subscription is not something that, um, based on the research that we've done, is not something that's sustainable, then we usually won't take you on as a client. I understand. Right? So, but um, um, experience-wise, we've actually had um, good success when it comes to subscription businesses. Just because before we onboard them, we already do the research that's needed and have have in, enough data to be able to identify what's needed right now and what's going to be needed in the future. Interesting. Yeah. So um, you're a serial entrepreneur. We're going to talk about the many ventures that you're currently actively participating in. But before we get there, I wanted to get your view of this question. It's a poll question that I put out um, last week, actually, on LinkedIn. And basically, I was asking um, their opinion on this. How important is it for an entrepreneur who is starting a company to have previously started at least one successful business? Now, the poll results that I received, 65% of the people who responded replied they didn't think it was really that important. And only 14% said it was absolutely important. Now that frankly surprised me because I thought it might be the other way around. But from your experience, having started multiple businesses, what's your view on the value of having previous successful business startup experience when you're starting your next venture? So I'll go with what the majority said. 
um, you know, uh, the 14% may have had the right, um, it, it's all about timing and the right opportunity. But in, in, uh, in general, um, it's not always guaranteed that the first business you're going to start, you're going to succeed, mm -hmm. right? Hence, the reason why you have to go through failures to actually get a business that's successful. It, the good thing about that process is that you actually get to learn, right? So you, you learn what it is that you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. So you go through the try and error and you implement the, 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 the positive, what you've learned um, into the business that actually turns out to be successful. So to answer your question, yes, uh, it's never going, you don't have to have a successful business to be able to, to you know, copulate or in, become successful in other businesses. You may have to go through several failures to actually be successful, but the good thing is that you take every lesson or every failure as a learning lesson because there's always wins in losses. That's, that's an interesting perspective. And maybe another question for a future time might be, which is more valuable for when you're starting a business, past experience of failure or past experience of success? Because I kind of hear from you, there are a lot of lessons that can be learned from the things that don't work when you're Correct. running and starting a business. Correct. And in that process, um, you, you, you get to, you know, overcome a lot of roadblocks and that just makes you stronger. Right. And um, in that process, also, you get to learn things, network. And this these people you, you learn from, the networking that you gain through the process becomes your most valuable piece when you actually hone into the right business that becomes a success. So you're talking not only theoretically, you're talking from real world experience, because in addition to deviate, you've started Keras One and SumFuse as well as you're currently the CTO of Tappy. So I, I'm curious, uh, first of all, how do you get all that done in a normal, in, and have a life? And two, is there an interrelationship between these companies that kind of is the central focus of, of why you've been so uh, prolific? Um, yes. So they're, they're mostly technology companies, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so, Minus the technology company, since you mentioned it, SumFuse is actually a subsidiary of Deviate. So it's a it's a peer um, peer agency, public relations agency, and it you know the uh, it's product out of the need for public relations for our clients, right? We wanted to keep it separate because public relations itself it's its own monster, right? So, um, you know, as we, as we helped our clients, we realized there's one thing that they want and that's credibility and no better way to get credibility by, than, than having the right public relations. Right. So we started, uh, some views. And if you have happened to look at the websites, um, we, we, we made it very easy for people to understand how we execute because PR is about being proactive, right? The proactiveness comes in uh, comes where you actually talk and pitch brands in a positive way, and the reactive is that once you start getting all this traction, what do you do with it? That's where reputation management comes. So you you put something out there, get the positive results, and leverage the positive results to gain more business, to gain more credibility, to open more doors. 
So we've actually mastered that whole PR side. Uh, it's currently handled very well by Annalise, who is the director for the organization. And um, it, it, it's grown at a pace that we actually didn't expect. Mm -hmm. But PR is something that um, is a big need because at the end of the day, when people see something on social media, they will go on Google, try to Google you to find that credibility. That is so true. And uh, you, you mentioned to me before the show that in addition to those entities that you're currently operating, you're launching a new business that'll be coming out at the first of the year. Can, can you talk a little bit about your vision for the, for the next venture you're going to start? Absolutely. So the reason uh, I'm, I'm branded per se as a serial entrepreneur is because I spent a lot of time learning. I spent a lot of time building relationships. And my number one focus when I started Deviate was to basically become a problem solver, right? So the revenue wasn't something that I thought, how much money am I going to make doing this? But how well can I do it? How many relationships can I build? And by doing so, you know, it's made Deviate a conglomerate because the companies that you're mentioning, they're actually owned by Deviate. So Cares mm -hmm. One, uh, part of it is owned by Deviate. Tapi is 100% currently owned by Deviate. Some Fuse is owned by Deviate. And, um, and it's, it's more one. Now we're we, 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 we a powerhouse when it comes to technology, building solutions. So if I talk a little bit about, for example, Cares One. So Cares One is a, is a platform that caters to the elderly which is one um, of the biggest industries, number one, but also highest turnover when it comes to employee retention, right? Mm -hmm. So what to do with Cares One, in the past, especially during the pandemic, when you hire employees, let's say, for example, your uh, senior care facility, you, your, your process of hiring an employee through, through the pandemic was post a job on LinkedIn, Indeed, ZipRecruiter. Then you get candidates go on there and apply for the job, once they apply for the job, you schedule an interview through Zoom or any other platform. You interview the candidates. Uh, if they qualify and you want to proceed hiring them, then you go to another platform. You go on DocuSign or HelloSign and you send them documents to sign. And then there's a bunch of back and forth emails sending their, their identification and everything else that you need to send them. We took all that and put it in one platform. So it's a full custom made platform where the, the senior care facilities and the job seeker never have to leave the platform. Whether it's doing video training, interviews, signing documents and onboarding the clients, it's, it's, one, it's, 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 a, it's a platform of its own. Hmm. So the founder of Cares One is Vijay, came to me. Now I've known him for a few years doing other businesses, helping in thriving in other businesses. And, um, by default, when these people come to with these ideas, it's usually wanting me to stay on board so I can help them grow. Because we now not only do we process the, the marketing skills, but also the development uh, uh, skills as well. So that's KS1. Tapi, same thing. Tapi was um, a platform that I was hired to build. Um, but then um, it, the technology became so robust that I just thought with our marketing skills, we just offered to buy out the company so we can own it. Mm -hmm. And now we're in the process of revamping and changing the whole business model. 
So within the next couple of weeks, um, if you visit the actual website, it's going to be this monster that is basically um, a money generating platform for creative. So think of social media, but with the ability to monetize your social media. Interesting. And, uh, and now so, I'm going to go back to what you asked. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, uh, as, as we learned throughout the pandemic, right, um, the people that suffer, suffered the most in terms of businesses were brick and mortar. You know, I, I have a client, um, a former client who lost 32 different business uh, restaurants, right, just um, because restaurants were hit most during the pandemic but we also learned that if you have an online business then that's your that those businesses kind of still actually a majority of the online businesses became more profitable during the pandemic so by by doing so everyone people wanted to become more entrepreneurs and not to open up brick and mortar stores but mostly online stores so we saw an opportunity on um, how can we at one help these businesses, you know, increase, you know, the, um, their performance, but also create an exit for them. So we, 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 me and my business partner Robert have come up with this platform that's um, mainly focused on mergers and acquisitions, and um, we just had a pre-valuation of eighty-two million, and we launched January one. So I can't give out much details in terms of the name and all that stuff. Right. We're going through trademarking right now. Um, we, we we just finished going through all the bylaws for the corporation. Um, so I'll be announcing that towards the end of December. And um, it's we, our goal is to, to have the company go public within the next three years. Hmm. Uh, and the value, right now, we, it's pre-launch. We have not sold anything. We have not had one email sign up, but we're valued at 82 million right now. So the exit strategy for that new business is pub is, is to offer it public offering. Do you see the same for any of the other businesses that I guess deviate being the holding company for many other properties? Yes. So okay. we, we, me and my business partner have set a goal to, you know, sell deviate in 2026. So, so it, like I said, it's a conglomerate right now. It's a, it's not only um, a business that has, you know, we operate as a very boutique agency, but our client portfolio is far from that, right? Mm -hmm. Because we've grown over the years. When we, when we, when, we, when I started David um, initially, you know, my focus was mom and pop shops, right? People that, because like I said, I wanted to help, right? So it was mostly mom and pop shops and mostly building relationships. Because what I've learned is that if you build a relationship with someone and you actually manage to give them the best results that they could imagine, they naturally just talk about you. And that's why Deviate is a hundred percent referral business. Mm. So once in a while we do get a lot of people contacting us through online, but the the core of the business is one person having had a good interaction with us and inclined to just talk about the agency just because the experience has been best in class. So if someone would like to connect with you personally or professionally on LinkedIn or learn more about Deviate and the other companies underneath it, what would you, where would you tell them to go? How would you tell them to do that? Uh, I have my own personal website. Uh, it's jonasmuthani.com. Um, uh, my email is me at jonasmuthani.com or jonas at Deviate Agency. 
And could you spell that for the people that might be listening as a podcast and not of seeing course, the video? Yeah. So it's M-E, and then my name as uh, shown on the screen, first and last name, jonasmathani.com. And then um, the DVD agency, it's Jonas, and then at DVD agency. I'm hoping they're going to see what's on the screen, right? Well, they will for the video, but when we turn it into a podcast, it becomes audio only. So that's the only Got reason it. So Jonas, J-O-N-A-S at... I'm going to spell this out. David Edward Victor, India, Apple Thomas Edward, Apple, uh, <laughs> Apple uh, Gorn, Edward, Nancy, Charlie. Yeah. 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 Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> It was fantastic, John. Yeah, well, I never had to do that before. <laughs> I'm sorry to make you do it this time, but I, it was helpful. I enjoyed our conversation. Uh, there seems like there would be a lot more we could talk about, and I'm super excited, as I'm sure I could tell you are, for what's the future and what's coming up later this month. So uh, continued success in all you endeavor to do, and I'm excited to watch the launch of your newest venture here later this year, beginning of the new year. Absolutely. And to anyone listening, uh what you're seeing, what you're hearing is me. I'm just as human as I come. I get nervous. I, I do get, um, uh, I, I, but at the end of the day, I am very easy to talk to. And um, I, I, I am um, a problem solver. There's no holds bad when it comes to working with us. And um, our goal is to help you thrive. And I, and I appreciate that. And I uh, love the fact that we've had a chance to get to know each other a little bit better. So thank you for your time today. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank Gottlieb, Brackman, and Reisman because they proudly supported this edition of Critical Mass Business Talk Show. GRRPC provides legal advice and guidance on all aspects of intellectual property law, including patents, trademarks, and copyrights. If you'd like to learn more, visit their website, grr.com. I'd like to thank our audience for being a part of Orange County's longest-running business talk show. This was episode number 1,322. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Rick Franzi, R-I-C-F-R-A-N-Z-I, and that's also my website. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. Mm -hmm.